What had she suffered at the hand of the physicians of her day? Had they taken her means of livelihood and used it to pretend to help her when they knew her situation was hopeless? Mark 25 and 26 informs us that she suffered many things and spent all she had. So we wonder who now was taking care of the physical needs of her everyday existence, the need for warmth, shelter, food, and clothing. As if this unknown woman did not have enough stress in her life, at her greatest moment of need, when she needed to touch the only person in the world whom she felt in her soul and knew in her mind could heal her, she was pressed by the crowd. The mass of humanity following this Jesus of Nazareth was so large that even a healthy person would have found it difficult to gain his attention. How could she, a terminally ill female, hope to arouse the interest of this man from Galilee? A woman in that society was indeed considered a second-class citizen regardless of her financial or social status. So this anonymous woman could have just given up, without any person finding fault with an attitude of dismay or an action of retreat. Although obscured from the casual observer, we can see this woman was no ordinary woman. She had several rare qualities that were definitely in her favor. Foremost, this special lady had determination with a capital D. Even though she may have been trampled, ridiculed, or rebuked, she was not going to give up. After twelve long, weary years of suffering and searching for healing, this was her last hope. I can see her in my mind's eye, pushing through the crowd in spite of falls, bloody knees, jeers, laughter, and scorn. In one burst of strength that emerged from her despair, she reached out as Jesus passed by and touched the hem of his garment. This master teacher, who was to become her benefactor, knew her touch, because he recognized a reach that was encompassed with and wrapped in faith. He immediately stopped and wished to know who it was that touched him. Even though his disciples could not understand this question because of the massive throng, this query plunged down to the depths of this desperate woman who had dared to reach out when all others said it was hopeless to do so. This reach, this touch, spoke inaudibly to this great teacher of a trust that gave all even a life. As others in the crowd, who were following and pressing Jesus from all sides, stood still and listened in amazement, Jesus gave this nameless woman a name. He responded to her trembling but truthful confession. I was the one. I'm unclean. I've been the recipient of your virtue this day. Because of her determination, her humility, her truthfulness, and her faith, Jesus, what a physician, did not turn her away. He did not rebuke her with reminders such as, You should have come to me sooner, or It is too late to help you. But instead, straightway healed her and blessed her with these words, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Luke 8.48 Yes, Jesus gave her the endearing name of Daughter, when this name is used, the recipient is encircled with love and integrated into the sacred institution of family. And oh, what a family! God as her father, Jesus as her elder brother, and the Holy Spirit as her comforter. What can the story of this woman, who lived so long ago, reach across time to teach me? And how can it enlighten you? When I am faced with a difficulty which is overwhelming to me, how should I react? As I look at her life, I realize the need of perseverance, of going on and on and on. 
It is a natural tendency of a woman to go to another woman or to another human when the going gets tough. We want answers, not tomorrow, but today or even yesterday. Patience is produced from the testing of faith. Or so implies James the Apostle in James 1.3. How this daughter's faith must have been refined by the time she touched the hem of the master. We want faith, but please let us forgo the trials and the testings. However, it doesn't happen that way. Each trial, each episode of suffering, and each bucket of tears helps refine our faith. But it is necessary to trust and to keep traveling through the disappointments and the valleys in order to reach the mountaintop called faith. Therefore, as women of our day, let us desire to reach out in our moment of distress to our Redeemer, and as a result, our faith, which has been refined, touches his heart and evokes a reply, a response, which is satisfied.